Good morning. I learned like all of you did yesterday that uh, Bishop Long had passed away. And it was not unexpected. I knew that, that he was not well. But it still hits you in a certain way that it's my former pastor and he spoke a lot of life into me and provided a lot of examples. Now, some of them were exhilarating examples, some of them were empowering, and some of them were sobering, but they were all still valuable lessons to a young man trying to grow up and, and come into understanding. I have four stages at New Birth Missionary Baptist Church that I'll, I'll speak to uh, briefly, touch on each of them. There was Certainly there was a stage uh, where I woke up, woke up, realized who I was and the mantle that I carried in my unique gifting and what I was supposed to do with that gifting. I learned what God's kingdom was in this time and how God's kingdom was his will made manifest on earth and how that was established through some very concrete tools, tools like love obedience, ministry, entrepreneurship, and a type of success that's predicated on relationships, equipping, attitude, and leadership. I learned what a man was in this time, that a man was a king, warrior, mentor, and friend whose jobs were to provide, protect, teach, and connect. I learned what equality was in this time, that we're all equal in essence and different in function. And that made me read the Declaration of Independence a little closer to come to understand that some of what we experience in our country is for show, for show, for show. Then there was a stage where I feel like I grew up and in this time, many mentors were shown to me, primarily men in the church, but even some of the men that I mentored became mentors to me. And I began to see mentoring as a vital two-way street where I'm learning as much from the folks who are following me as they might be learning from me. And I'm certainly learning from those that I am following and for a time emulating but after a while you learn maybe you don't emulate everybody you're around maybe you observe reflect and then adjust maybe that's what you do now in this time i learned the the value of relationships and the pathway if you will to the building of robust relationships. And that pathway began with acceptance, and continued to affirmation, then accountability, and then authority. You can build relationships that move through all four of those stages. Those are your folk. Those are the people you need to keep closer than brothers because they can call you out and rein you in, they can push you forth. You need those people. Then there was a stage where 
I spoke up. I took what I was learning and took it very seriously. I've got years of journals from every word that I ever sat under. I was very serious about studying the word and, and, and growing and, and growing from all that I saw around me because my education began when I finished school and just saw all that all that could still go awry if you don't embrace your gifts and use them to engage the world around you. I learned a lot about that in this time. I had my first church business conflict because in this time I was doing a lot of work with the church and came to realize that uh, might have been giving a little too much away and doing it in the name of the kingdom and getting exploited a little bit. And so there was a time where I, I put my foot down about that and that uh, was not heard so I put my foot up and <laughs> that was heard but of course uh, there's always a price to pay for how you handle conflict. You have to always be circumspect, careful in how you handle anything because there's, there's always a price to pay. So I paid that price and I learned from it. And then that led to a stage where I wised up. I was what you would call a lay minister at New Birth. I was a teacher. I taught in my expertise on strategy, business, execution of a mission. Those were my gifts and I taught on those gifts and became popular and learned the dangers of popularity because in that time, when new birth is really the crux of leadership and African-American empowerment, not just in the Lithonia area, but not just in greater Atlanta, but across the nation, there were lots of people watching what our bishop did and then what his flock did in response. And that role of mine led me into some wilderness. Popularity can, can make you act a fool there and uh, lead you astray. Thank God I had a village. I had those people that I had built those relationships with that could pull me back, make me see what I couldn't see at the time. But I also came to observe, reflect, and adjust to lots of things I saw that just weren't cool. People being taken advantage of far above and beyond my situation, but just the same. My situation made me sensitive to those situations and I was able, hopefully, to, to help those people at least for a while, but you have to you have to let grown people do what they're gonna do, but you're at least hopefully able to help them for a while. You saw, I remember uh, Bishop and I both attended a Harvard Business School venture capital event, and he spoke at that event, and that was as close as I ever came to actually meeting him. I was standing by him, and I remember looking over his shoulder and seeing that he had a Blackberry, like this little two-way Blackberry pager, and I had never seen one. This might have been 1999, uh, 2000, somewhere in there. But when he spoke at that event, I could tell he was nervous and afraid, and I had never seen him nervous and afraid before. But what I learned that night was, well, we all have our element, 
in our home team, if you will, and when we're away from that element, yeah, fear is real. Fear is real. Courage even is an acknowledged fear. You're afraid of something, but then you're more afraid uh, of what might happen if that something you are afraid of you don't conquer it. So, I, yeah, that, that that was that was a good lesson too. So anyway, my time there passed. And as I moved on, I still had all these journals. I still had all this word in me. still had all this knowledge that was in the process of becoming wisdom. And one key lesson emerged in the years after first leaving the church. And that is simply that your gifts can become weapons against you and other people without the balance of healing and accepting, affirming, accountable, authoritative relationships. Because hurt people hurt people. Now heal people can help people heal. They don't heal people, but they can help people heal. And then people who help people sometimes exploit the people they help and the people who help them. Now that's the bad news, if you will, the sobering news, but there's some good news that comes along with that. The, the balance that we all have to carry in our gifting can be illustrated in some simple ways, very simple ways. The trait of eloquence. In balance, it speaks life. It speaks life in an empowering way. Now, out of balance, it speaks death. Knowledge. In balance, knowledge begets wisdom. Out of balance, it begets schemes. Giving in balance produces ministry. Out of balance produces exploitation. Saying no in balance, it prevents exploitation. But out of balance, it prevents ministry. Anger in balance Anger can produce God's glory if you sin not in your anger. Out of balance, it can produce a bad story. Strength in balance produces meekness, controlled strength. Out of balance, it produces weakness, impotence. Courage can produce a healthy fear a reverential fear of God and the things of God. Or it can produce foolish risks. Work ethic can produce power or it can produce obsession. Confrontation can produce peace or chaos. Mentoring can produce power, equality, and guidance. Or it can produce patronage 
control and marginalization. Mediation can produce peace, self-control. Out of kilter, though, it can produce putting folks in check and passive aggression. Problem solving is one of my strongest gifts. It can produce solutions and productivity, or it can generate a complaining soul. So here's the wisdom learned through these many lessons learned. We're all mentors to each other through our shared life experiences, no matter which end of that spectrum you're on, mentor or mentee, you'll probably share your time being both. Those experiences, some are good, some are bad, some are downright ugly. But your mentor's good works are beacons of light that will show you the path, and his missteps are clear warnings to you, harbingers of danger. So take heed of both and remember that balance doesn't mean you never fall. It just means it'll take a whole lot to knock you down. Rest in peace, Bishop. My condolences to your family, both your natural family and your spiritual family. And we'll learn and grow from what happened and we'll remember your mantle and your legacy and that it was heavier to bear than any of us could understand. Y'all take care.